listening to the best damn podcast that the internet has to offer. From the Sniper of Snipers. They talk about my one-taps. The Gamer of Gamers. Hail to the King, baby. And the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known. Get back to work, you slacker. That's right. This is the Clock Nine Show. Now, I would like to introduce the one, the only, me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. This is a podcast you guys keep asking me to do an episode on, and it is the Gieselaine and Maxwell trial. Um, I actually have been trying my hardest to stay up to date with this. They're trying to keep a lot of the stuff under wraps, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I have a lot of articles here I'm going to read to you guys uh, about the trial and what's going on and stuff like that. Um... I have the timeline here. So people that don't know who Ghislaine Maxwell is, who Jeffrey Epstein is, I think you're living under a rock. You should know already who, who this person is, who this trash human being is. But uh, I'm going to read you guys a timeline of, of everything leading up to the trial. I'm going to read this article from actually the Boo New York Times, but they do have it right here. So the sex trafficking trial against Ghislaine Maxwell, a former girlfriend and longtime associate of Jeffrey Epstein, is set to begin Monday. Obviously, this is written a couple weeks ago. Uh, here's some events that led to the highly anticipated trial on July 7, 2019. Jeffrey Epstein was arrested uh, in New Jersey at an airport. Federal prosecutors accused Mr. Epstein of engaging in criminal sex acts with minors and women, some as young as 14. On August 10th, Mr. Epstein, quote-unquote, killed himself in a Manhattan jail cell. Um, Mr. Epstein hung himself allegedly in his jail cell uh, at the Metropolitan Correctional Center. He was not under suicide watch at the time of his death. He had just been denied bail on federal sex tra- trafficking charges. Now, real quick, all I'm going to point out with, because uh, people are going to ask me about it, I'm just going to give my opinion on it. We don't know for sure. It's just an opinion. I... Do not believe that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Uh, it's very bizarre chain of events. Uh, the the Manhattan jail that he was in is one of the was was I don't think it's active anymore. One of the most secure jails in the entire United States. It just so happened like 20 minutes before and 20 minutes after he supposedly hung himself. The cameras happened to turn off. That you know this this is this, this and this. You know there's so many different things about it. I'm just gonna say. Do your own research, look it up, and you know, but it doesn't matter whether he killed himself or not. It's just one of those things that people continuously ask. But supposedly Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Uh moving forward, March 2020, uh, Miss Maxwell sued Mr. Epstein's estate. Miss Maxwell said in the lawsuit that Mr. Epstein and Darren Indyke, a longtime lawyer for Mr. Epstein and executor of his estate, both promised to pay her legal fees, but she said they had it. Her legal fees mounted as more women claimed she helped Mr. Epstein recruit them for sexual activity when they were underage. July 2020, Miss Maxwell was arrested in New Hampshire. The indictment listed three minor victims um, who say they were recruited by Miss Maxwell from 1994 and 1997 for criminal sexual activity. In uh, July 2020, Miss Maxwell asked to be released on a $5 million bond. Her lawyers asked a federal judge in Manhattan to release her from jail on $5 million bond. Judge Allison Nathan of the Federal District Court Manhattan denied the request after prosecutors argued that Miss Maxwell posed a high risk of fleeing before her trial. Uh, in December 2020, Miss Maxwell calls her jails oppressive. Uh, Miss Maxwell asks again to be released, this time on $28.5 million bond, arguing that the conditions of her Brooklyn jail were oppressive, but once again, the request was denied. After prosecutors said the pro- probability she would flee was extremely high. Prosecutors also said the conditions in the jail were reasonable, pointing 
to her personal shower, phone, and two computers. Let, let that resonate in your mind for a second. She's saying that she has an oppressive jail cell, but in jail, she has a personal shower, a phone, and two computers. In jail. You're in jail for being indicted on sex trafficking charges, and you have a personal shower, a phone, and two, not just one, two computers. Jesus. Uh, March 2021, Ms. Maxwell is charged with sex trafficking a 14-year-old. A new indictment accuses Ms. Maxwell of grooming an additional minor. She is charged with sex trafficking a 14-year-old girl who engaged in sexual acts with Mr. Epstein at his Palm Beach, Florida estate. November 2021, Ms. Maxwell goes on trial. Opening arguments were set for Monday. I'm going to get into this right here for what's happened so far that we know of. Before we get into this whole trial thing, I kind of want to give you guys a little update, like not an update, but like uh, kind of backstory. What's if you guys are living under a rock, you guys can easily go on Netflix and watch the documentary of Jeffrey Epstein and what a piece of trash human being he was. Uh, basically, he was into underage girls. Uh, him and Ghislaine were uh, basically grooming girls to come over and give him a quote, quote unquote, massage. And then during the massage, Things would happen. They would kind of force you into things and take advantage of you and offer you money and this and that. And then they would they would take basically have this big huge sex trafficking ring going on. And basically, if these girls didn't want to do it, they would make them an offer. Say, well, just you know, I'll pay you to bring your friends over. And so these girls who were in high school would go out and basically recruit their friends to come over and then have them go do it, and they would get paid for it. It, it, it was it was a complete. I mean, watching this documentary is completely insane, especially with how much like the FBI and law enforcement were trying not to handle the case because of how powerful Jeffrey Epstein technically was. Um, he is basically someone that handles money for billionaires and all this other stuff. And one thing you're, you're going to constantly see is they're trying to demonize Donald Trump and like because there's like two or three pictures that they've taken over the years. But. I'm going to give you guys, you know, you guys can look it up for yourselves. Uh, many, many years ago, like like 10 or 15 years ago, Jeffrey Epstein was at Mar-a-Lago in Florida where he, he lived in Florida as well. He was there to meet with Donald Trump. And there was a story that was told that Jeffrey Epstein was talking to one of the workers, uh, teenage daughter and was like giving her his number, trying to get her number. And then when uh, the ladies, the mom stepped forward and talked about it, he was actually banned from Mar-a-Lago. And Donald Trump didn't talk to him ever again after that and, and has many times before he was even president talked about how he never really liked Jeffrey Epstein, always had a weird feeling about him and they weren't really exactly friends. They just knew each other through business and stuff like that. But you're going to constantly see them show the same pictures in this documentary to try and demonize him the, way, the same way everybody does. And you, can, you don't have to like him or whatever, but it's like you can see the fact they don't talk about that in the documentary, but like you can easily go on there and, and like see Many years ago, he banned him from Mar-a-Lago and didn't want anything to do with him after that whole that whole thing. Um, so I'm going to read this article from sunsentinel.com. It's called What's Going On with the Ghislaine Maxwell Sex Abuse Trial. Uh, the prosecution has made its case against Ghislaine Maxwell starting Thursday. Her defense team takes its turn. Uh, Maxwell, a socialite, uh, has denied allegations from multiple women that she helped millionaire Jeffrey Epstein sexually abuse underage girls. Her lawyers say she's being wrongfully targeted by prosecutors on a vendetta to hold someone accountable after Epstein killed himself while awaiting trial on related sex abuse charges. With just days left in Maxwell's trial, it's time to take a st uh, stock of developments. 
Who are her accusers? The prosecution mounted the U.S. Attorney's Office uh, for the Southern District of New York hinges the accusation of four women who say they were teenagers when Maxwell and Epstein sexually exploited them in the 1990s and early 2000s. Three testified under uh, uh, under uh, fake names: Jane, Kate, and Carolyn. One, Annie Farmer, decided to tell a story publicly. What was Maxwell up to up to before her arrest? Maxwell was arrested in July 2020 after almost a year, almost a year after Epstein killed himself in jail while awaiting trial after Epstein's death. She withdrew from public activities like running an Oceans charity. Her whereabouts became a subject of public speculation. Was that her was that her eating a burger and reading a book on CIA operatives in Southern California? Question mark. Uh, was she living in Britain or Paris or maybe even Massachusetts? Prosecutors say that she went into hiding in New Hampshire where she was eventually arrested in a million dollar home where she kept her cell phone wrapped in foil. Um, has Maxwell been in jail the entire time? Yes, despite multiple requests for bail, Max has spent, Maxwell has spent well over a year, blah, blah, blah. Uh, is the trial on television? No, it's, it's in federal court, which doesn't allow cameras. That's why the images from the courtroom are sketched. Um... How long is it supposed to last? It's projected the last six weeks, but the prosecutors rested much earlier than expected. The defense has yet to present its case, but the whole thing could be over before Christmas. Uh, she claimed that she wasn't going to testify. As far as I know, she hasn't testified. What exactly is her relationship? Well, I'm not even going to get into that. Uh, what did Epstein do for a living? He left, left his teaching career at a Tony Manhattan prep school to work at Bear Starnes an investment bank, and then started his own money management business. He would not disclose his asset and income even after his July 2019 arrest, but he seems to have built a fortune managing investments for other billionaires. Um, does Maxwell have notable supporters? No. Who is the judge? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, how is she spending her time in jail? According to the website set up by her family, Maxwell has been making her way through a pile of books. Her reading list runs from... Uh, criminal justice related books like award winning just mercy this is so random this is like a random article I'm sorry guys uh, yeah, I'm trying to get to uh, see it's so hard to find information on, on this case like and this is one of the reasons why I have a problem with it it's it's very hard to stay up to date and it, it, so they put a gag order if you don't know what a gag order is for court cases basically it's almost like signing a, a non-disclosure agreement and an, an NDA um, basically saying like media can be in there and stuff like that, but they cannot release what is going on inside there. There are sketches that have come out about the case of her sitting there, this and that. She, as far as I know, she hasn't testified, but there's stories of the girls t talking about like how they were groomed and they were promised this money. And, and Ghislaine was basically like a recruiter for Jeffrey Epstein. And she also um, was involved in some of the, heinous sexual acts with these underage girls. Uh, she would join in. There, there's so many accusations. Some of them did take the stand. We heard some of those stories. I'm not going to read because, I mean, in my opinion, it's way too vile to actually. I, I don't want to read it. I've already read it. I don't want to read it on a podcast. Um, it, it, you know, For me to say that, it's like, you know it's bad, right? But, um, you know, many of you guys have been asking me for information on this case, and there's not much I can really tell you outside of that. Like, if you actually go on Google or Bing or anything like that, um, um, it's really hard, um, really hard to find information on it, you know. So, 
But I will read from the worst news network right here, uh, CNN. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's defense team rests its case after she declined to testify. Ghislaine Maxwell's defense team has rested its case in her sex trafficking conspiracy trial without Maxwell taking the stand to testify. The defense rested after presenting its case over two days in which nine witnesses were called to testify. A close confident or com- confidant, sorry, and longtime associate Jeffrey Epstein prosecutors said they would not put any rebuttal. Maxwell confirmed she would not testify in her defense Friday, asked by Judge Allison Nathan if she understood her rights. Maxwell pulled down her mask and responded, Your Honor, the government has not proven its case beyond a reasonable doubt, so there's no need for me to testify. The jury was and the jury was not present during this time. Closing arguments are expected Monday, and Judge Nathan said she expects to instruct and charge the jury the same thing, giving jurors two days to deliberate before uh, court closes next Thursday and Friday for the Christmas and the holidays. Um, the jury can return to continue de- deliberating the following week if they have not reached a verdict before Christmas. Maxwell has pleaded not guilty in six federal charges, including sex trafficking of minors, inciting a minor to travel, uh, to engage in sexual acts, transportation, transporting a minor with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, and three counts of conspiracy. Uh, the case against Maxwell relies mainly on testimony of four women who say they were sexually abused by Epstein when they were under age of 18 and the Maxwell facilitated and sometimes participated in the abuse. Uh, Maxwell's defense attorney have argued she is being scapegoated for Epstein's actions that have been attacked by motivations and memories of the women uh, who say they were abused. Uh, the defense on Friday called to the stand Eva Anderson Dubin, Dubin, I'm sorry who testified she dated Epstein on and off from 1983 to about 1991. She confirmed that she and her now husband, hedge fund billionaire Glenn Dubin, um, Dubin, I'm sorry, uh, I don't know how to say that name, remained friends with Epstein through the 2000s in response to questioning by the defense. Uh, Anderson said that she had never participated in group sexual sexualized massages with one of the accusers referred to as Jane, who had earlier testified she recalled a woman named Eva who had joined the sexualized uh, massages with Epstein and Maxwell. Asked Friday if she'd ever been involved in such a scenario with Jane, Dubin responded, absolutely not. A prosecutor clarified on cross-examination that Eva Anderson is not necessarily the only Eva to have ever interacted with Epstein, suggesting Jane could have been referring to somebody else. On Thursday, as part of the defense efforts to undermine the accuser's testimony, a psycholo- psychologist and professor at the University of California, Irvine, testified about false memories telling the court people can be exposed to misinformation about an event after the fact and incorporate incorporate it into their memory, making it inaccurate. Even traumatic experiences be subjected to post-event suggestions that can exaggerate, distort, or change the memory. Ay, ay, ay. Text exchanges over trial, timing with looming holiday break. Court began Friday with a back and forth between the judge and the, and the defense who prior to the jury being called in, indicated that it had at least two potential witnesses that could have carried their case into Monday, including one defense So, or said that he had ignored a subpoena. Judge Nathan was visibly frustrated by the news and asked the defense why she had not heard of the issue earlier, saying a non-responsive witness is not a little thing. The other potential witness was an 81-year-old man who lives in the UK and owns a pub across the street from Maxwell's London home. Uh, per the defense, his testimony had would have helped prove the allegations by one of the accusers. Kate could not have taken place when she says they did. Nathan also expressed that concern about the pandemic and indi- and indicated that she would in- 
be, was inclined to compel the defense to rest this case on Friday, according to the policy that parties have a witness ready to testify their, or rest their case. Defense attorneys argued with the judge and prosecutors with the defense attorney, Laura Menninger, uh, stating our client's life is on the line. Prosecutors felt the defense had ample time to sort out logistical issues. Uh, quote, we strongly disagree with the suggestion that defense counsel has been unduly rushed here, Prosecutor Comey said. Defense attorney Bobby Sternheim previously expressed concerns about the timing of closing arguments and potential charging the jury to deliberate with, with limited time before the holiday break. Christmas this year is particularly celebratory, she said. Uh, since people were not able to do this that last year, our concern is that the jury might feel we want to come, we we don't want to come back and would rush the judgment. Ultimately, on Friday, the defense opted to withdraw its request for an arrest warrant for the witness who did not respond to the subpoena. The parties also agreed to a stipulation about Maxwell's property ownership in London in the 1990s. So the defense opted to not continue the push for testimony from the pub owner. So right now, as it stands, I'm recording this on the weekend of the 19th, 18th. Um, we should have arguments tomorrow, or I'm going to release this on the, on the 20th. Um, so we may we may find out more on, mon on on today, the day of the release of this podcast, uh, or we might have to wait till after Christmas. Um, now, I want to talk about uh, <laughs> the always fun conspiracy theories, and please let me be let me be clear that these are conspiracy theories. I am not stating them as fact. Uh, some things are just very weird. Some things just don't make sense. So it, it's it's really weird that we had Kyle Rittenhouse and Ahmaud Arbery cases that were live to the public and let the you know kind of like the court of public opinion take precedence over these cases. But yeah, we're trying to have a gag order on one of the biggest cases in history, in my opinion, uh, because there's so many people involved, like Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton. Uh, if you want to throw Donald Trump in there and stuff like that. We're not allowed to hear what's happening in these cases. Only certain things that get leaked. Um, it's it's really weird how all of a sudden Omicron or Omicron, whatever the f you want to call the new quote unquote strand of COVID, is overtaking the news, and they're not really reporting on this trial. It's almost like I, I've I've talked about it before. It, it's the media does this thing. They do it all the time, such as like a look look over here, not over here. We're gonna keep your eyes focused on this, but not on this. So, like, do you, you guys remember the story of uh, the SUV that, that, that drove through that parade in Wisconsin shortly after the Kyle Rittenhouse um, trial? Now, it wasn't because I don't believe it was because of the trial, but you notice how that was that stayed in the news for like one or two days. Like this guy literally drove his SUV through a parade and killed like 12 people, old, you know, older people and children and this and that. Number one, they never said his name. They were never saying his name. They they kept saying they would never say, "Oh, this guy, you know, so and so drove through the crowd." They they, they continually continuously said an SUV drove through the crowd and blah blah blah. Um, and then the story disappeared, right? Uh, because they found out that the guy had a criminal history. He was you know a person of color who had ties to Black Lives Matter or whatever, right? It didn't fit the narrative, so we stopped talking about it. And then the Maxwell trial starts, and it's just it just so happens that a bunch of CEOs, like the CEO of Twitter and other companies, started stepping down as soon as the trial started. Um, you know, and then you had you. We've all seen the flight logs of Jeffrey Epstein's private jet that went to his private island, 
and Bill Clinton was on there like 26 times. But then his own personal pilot testifies in court that he's never seen Bill Clinton on the airplane. Like, and, and, we're, and no one's talking about it, right? Um, that's clear. That's, I mean, we see the clear documentation. We've seen a picture of Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein on a plane together. And then we're going to be told that he was never on that plane. Uh, there's a lot of conspiracy behind all this stuff. Um, you know, and, and we have the right to know, in my opinion, if you want to put all these other people's cases, you know, in front of the world, why not this one? Because it's supposed, one of the testimonies, one of these girls gave a long time ago, it, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's New York house or condo, whatever you want to call it was like the party house. And she claims that. Every single room, every single bathroom, every shower, they all had cameras in there that were recording 24-7. And supposedly he would bring, you know, politicians there and celebrities there for these wild sex parties, especially with underage girls. And he would get this video of them and would use it against them for blackmail, right? As soon as Jeffrey Epstein was arrested, there's actually video. You could probably go find it on YouTube still or you could find it on other... other, um, other outlets with videos um as soon as he was arrested there was like almost like a militia style people that was not federal agents actually broke in the front door of his estate and 15 minutes later you see about six or seven people come walking out with boxes full of blank dvd cases vhs cases um and throw them in the back of an suv and just leave when the door is left wide open supposedly they're saying that they hired somebody to go in there and take all that evidence away and nothing's been talked about it since. No one's talked about it. And when I talk about the way the media like changes the direction of what you're looking at, um, so let's let's take an example from quite a few years ago uh, when gay marriage was passed in the U.S. I'm not arguing against it or anything like that, but in reality, when you actually look up the actual uh, logistics of how gay marriage was passed out of nowhere, technically speaking, uh, and you can disagree with this, fine. Um, if you're going by the law and the way that things are passed through the, you know, Bill of Rights, you know, and, and, and Congress and the Senate and stuff like, you know, the House, technically gay marriage was passed illegally. Um, and, you know, the media was in a stir about it, going through it. It's all they talked about while Obama was at the United Nations giving a speech about a new world order, trying to create a one world government. And there was a big old speech about it. Again, you could probably find video on that or at least reports on it. But they didn't want you watching this United Nations speech. They wanted you, you know, distracted by gay marriage or whatever. And and they try and, again, they try and pit people against each other. The same way we do it with, you know, nowadays with COVID, the unvaccinated, vaccinated. You get these people pissed off or you try and do this Black Lives Matter versus Blue Lives Matter. You you, know, you're, you guys are fighting about this thing that they, they, they want you to fight about rather than looking at what's actually going on. It happens all the time. You can actually look it up. Just, there's a term for it. I can't think about it right now, but you know they, they will throw things out there to keep you distracted. And, it's, and that's kind of a conspiracy theory, but at the same time, there's a lot of evidence that shows they do it all the time, especially when you do know that every, new, every, every channel that we watch on TV, there's only like three owners of every, you know, when you take all the TV channels in the world from Xfinity, DirecTV, Cable, there's only three, like three owners, you know, that own all these companies and they, and they all have a script every single night from every local news station. You can watch videos of every local news station 
saying the exact thing word for word off the teleprompter. So around the entire country, you have every, everyone hearing the exact same story. So you have, you know, you got to be aware of that. It's not, it's not fake. It's not, it's not, that's not a conspiracy theory. It happens all the time. So they choose what you hear, which is why a lot of people like me don't watch the news anymore because it's just depressing. They're, they're only going to give you the bad stories. They're not going to show you any of the good stories. Like you don't see any good news anymore. You only see the bad news. And, you know, and that's why a lot of people think so poorly of the world is that's all you're hearing. You don't hear about the good stuff going on. Like when Akon was in that, when it was in Africa, building all these people power plants and giving them electricity and all this other stuff and building people homes. And why wasn't that major news? The, the work that Akon was doing in Africa, we don't really hear about it. You can easily go look up Akon, go look up Akon uh, charity work in Africa. And you'll find, you'll find stories about um, what he's been doing in Africa. Actually, I'm just going to go look it up. Akon Lighting Africa. Uh, just, just you know, right here. Akon Lighting Africa. Uh, mainly known for his musical talents, rapper Akon has switched his focus to helping out a con- the continent of Africa obtain the use of the sun with, by get, you know, donating uh, 600 million Africans living in rural areas do not have access to electricity. Um, and this forces shops, towns to shut down. And once the sun sets, many kids and families are forced to rely on candlelight still. Uh, in February 2014, going through today, um, he created his foundation and it's, it's, it's provided millions and millions and millions of people with electricity all from his own pocket for free. And that's not major news. I don't understand that. Like that's, that's amazing news that gives you hope in humanity. You know what I'm saying? But all we hear is all this bad stuff going on, you know, because it sells, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it, it's, that's why people don't like the media. That's why you hear the whole term fake news and this and that. So, you know, we you got to keep an eye on what you're looking for. So this whole like weird thing of not being allowed to hear what happens in this trial because there's, po- you know, political parties involved, there's celebrities involved. Um, I think it's crap. You know, we, we should be able to know what's happening. So we'll see what happens again. I'm getting I'm getting really off topics. I get really into the subject. And I really I really hope people start paying attention. But. I will keep you guys updated on what happens uh, after Monday, after we have all the facts. I probably won't do another one until the actual trial is over. And then we actually, the, the information actually truly comes out. I'll do another uh, podcast on this. So you guys can actually know what's happening, what the sentence is. Did she get off? What did they say? You'll Once the case is over, that's when everything will come out. So again, you guys keep asking for this podcast and we're, we're I only have a little bit that I can tell you guys. Um, but again, that's my take on it, my opinion on what's going on, my opinion on how they're trying to distract you and how they, why they don't want you to know what's going on. But as always, guys, you guys can reach out to me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, let me know your thoughts. Let me know if there's a podcast topic you want to hear. Uh, let me know I'm an idiot for my thoughts. That's fine. I love those. I love those comments, man. <laughs> Thank you guys for all the reviews on Apple and all the thumbs up on and on iHeartRadio and all the other ones you've been you've been putting on there. I see that stuff. I really do appreciate. It. Make sure you guys follow on Podbean. That is where our podcast is hosted. You can, you can download Podbean on Android or Apple or um, iPhone. That's where I choose to listen to my podcast on. Podbean is an awesome platform. Uh, I really do appreciate it, guys. And I will see you guys on the next episode, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. As always, stay safe, stay blessed. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.